0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day Brought to you by T-Mobile You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected On America's largest 5G network Live Sunday nights This is the John Whitmer Show On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS
1: Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. Gotta love Johnny Cash. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you that you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there and Make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and Truth Social pages and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So the House and Senate completed a flurry of votes early Friday evening slash Saturday morning. I've been through those uh, to send to uh, Governor Kelly bills legalizing sports gambling, investing more than one billion dollars in the state's pension system and blocking governmental mask mandates. Joining us now to walk us through some of the highlights is House Majority Leader Dan Hawkins. Dan, good to see you again, brother. Nice to have you back. Nice to be here, John. And I have been in the ring of fire. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's appropriate intro music. We, we need to make that your your intro music yeah. <laughs> as the new speaker. When you you know wink wink nudge nudge. Uh, I think I think that's going to be your your new intro music.
0: Um, we were in Thursday evening and Friday morning, though.
1: Thursday. That's what I yep, thought. Yep. And, well, and you know, you and I have both been through those. Yeah, we
0: finished the house. Finished at about midnight, um, right at midnight, and the Senate finished
1: about two a.m. And was there much wailing and gnashing of teeth from the Democrats for going so late? You know, they they love doing that. They oh, love yeah. to wail and gnash teeth.
0: Oh yeah, it's always uh, it's always tough when you start going late. Tempers flare. Oh, I know. You know, people get upset.
1: Yeah. And. and y- what people don't realize is it's just you need, I mean, A, you're on a statutory deadline on many cases. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but it's also, you know, it's it, it's a cost. I mean, we're not, well, we, but they're part-time employees who most of the time aren't even working full eight-hour days. So once in a while, you can work a long day to make up for it.
0: Yeah, and, and you've been there, John. You just have to. There's certain, you know, we're, we're on a deadline. We're trying to get out um, and finish so we don't uh, go over into... You know, Saturday or Sunday. And, and so that just means that we have to work late. Uh, we thought we might be done by 10, 10 30, 11. It just took us a little bit longer
1: um, to, to get there. Well, you know, you know revisors, you've got the staff that's got to print the bills, and there's just certain time. I mean, it is what it is. And yeah. I mean, I know the press loves to pick on you guys when you go late, but uh, it's not a tactic. I, although it could be, and I think sometimes it may have been in the past, but yeah. sometimes it's just the way the business gets done. Yeah,
0: it's just it's just truly just uh, it's it's more about timing. It's it's more about when do we get the bills, uh, or the conference committee reports from the revisors. And some of those, like on the budget, those take many many hours, 18 hours oh, to get yeah. done. Yeah, I've been there. Uh, they finished those up uh, Wednesday. We didn't get them until six o'clock Thursday evening. So. Yeah, so it's just, it's really a matter of just timing. It's not that we want to go late. And you know me. Oh, I know. I I like to be in bed by (laughs) nine o'clock. Yeah.
1: Now, in your defense, you're up at four in the morning. That's true. (laughs) um, Speaking of bills that you guys passed, Governor Kelly's already taking credit for a bill approved Thursday by the legislature that gradually eliminated the state's 6.5% sales tax on food by January 2025. As you know, that's something I've fought for for years. Um, I'm glad to see it finally happening. And of course, Laura Kelly is now saying it's all her idea. And and wouldn't would it nice of you guys to pass her bill?
0: Yeah, and I, I, I got to tell you, if you if you were watching uh, the debate, um, and especially on the sales tax bill, when the, uh, uh, the chair, uh, Adam Smith, went up to close, uh, one of his points that he made is, if she would have not vetoed that bill in uh, in 2019. Yeah, we would
1: already be at one and a half percent and zero within eight months. That's right. Yeah. So if she really, if she was really, that's why we know it's disingenuous.
0: Oh, it's very disingenuous. She, she has, she has literally uh, vetoed. You know how many times she's vetoed oh, I know. it? Uh, I at don't least, know. at least two times in the last three years. And during your tenure, how many times did you bring up the sales
1: tax? Well, and we couldn't 12, get the Democrats. Twelve. The last year alone. Yeah. Yeah, and no Democrats had ever voted.
0: Absolutely, and so it we it's, it's it's nothing more than election year electioneering for her to to push it the way she did, and and literally, uh, within thirty minutes of that passing both chambers, she already had her her uh, propaganda rolling.
1: <laughs> oh, you gotta love her. Yeah, I can't wait for her to be gone. I, although I don't know what I'm gonna do for a Laura Kelly theme song going. Oh, forward. we'll find something. We'll to find do. something. Yeah. Um, both chambers also passed the mega education bill that. Fully funded schools, probably more than they need, um, and a bunch of policy provisions, including one that would allow students to transfer from any public school district, no matter where they live, right? Which that's, I think is a great idea.
0: Yes, that we call we call it the open borders. Uh, literally, <laughs>
1: you'd think Democrats would support that.
0: Well, that was uh, that was actually one one piece that they were wanting us to pull out. And, I'm and, sure, and we didn't. Uh, so that that's a good that's very good policy. So if you're if you have a school that's not doing well and you want to move to another school, they have to take you if they have space. Now, it doesn't force them to if they're full.
1: But if they have space, then they have to take people. Well, our daughter, when we when she was in high school, we lived on the east side, then we bought a house on the west side. And all her friends were still going, for her senior year, we're still going to Heights High School. Right. And so literally every morning I had to drive her to school mm-hmm. because – you know, and we had to get the special permission to do all of this. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I've always thought that was asinine, that if I want to send my kid to, uh, why does my, my zip code determine where my kid goes to school?
0: And, and, and you know, there there are schools now that will that will take people from outside their district. In fact, many schools do. This just makes it really to where it's policy. And if they have space and somebody wants to join their school, they have to allow them. It's, it, there's nothing wrong with this. Uh, the Democrats did rail on it. You know, um, Representative Valdino Win oh, said it was nothing oh, yeah. more than a rich man's deal. <laughs> uh, truly not the case. Uh, anybody can take advantage of that. We're talking about public schools here.
1: Uh, another compromise bill that I saw finally passed, and much to the chagrin of some actually right of me, is the sports betting bill. Um, this is allowing tribal or state-owned casinos to engage in online and in person sports betting. I know it passed. We had you on not too long ago. We talked a little bit. Is this, did they change it much or is it what we talked about? Horses, not dogs out of Wichita? Yes.
0: So the only, the only really change uh, that came before we did it the last time, so we, the, on the House side, we actually voted on that three different separate times. The Senate voted on it once. But before we could get it out last, we had to go in and make a couple of changes. Um, one change was the, 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 uh, this, this fund, uh, to bring oh, a sports stadium. Team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's not for a stadium. It's, it's to lure another team. I mean, there's never going to be enough money there to build a stadium. No, no, you're talking about billions of dollars and there, maybe there'll be, maybe at some point in time, you know, 10, 15, $20 million there that doesn't build a stadium that just lures them here. Uh, so th- there was a lot of misinformation during debates, talked about that. Uh, the other piece was to pull out that pay, that pay piece where, uh, if 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 um, the historic horse racing is determined to be not constitutional, that that Ruffin would have to pay. Oh yeah, yeah. That was pulled out. Um, so so he's not.
1: It's, it's not going to work the same but way. But there's no lawsuits expected on this, right? The casinos are on board. Nobody.
0: No, not necessarily. So the the uh, Boyd Gaming has been the. Uh, the nemesis of this, they fought it clear through. Three three casinos were on board, but Boyd Gaming, uh, Kansas Star Casino, was not. Uh, they actually really went on a on a on a rampage the last two days uh, lobbying to stop the whole thing. Uh, it didn't it didn't work. Uh, they tried, but it didn't work. But, you know, literally, John. You know, the some of our you you mentioned some of our folks from the right didn't like it, but but truly, sports gaming is happening today. Oh yeah! Literally, you can pull up an app, offshore app. You can do sports wagering, and people are doing it. The problem is, a lot of that is China. Yeah, uh, and the revenue we don't, the state doesn't make it. We get nothing, and, and and a lot of times, some of those folks that are doing that never get their money back because it's offshore, and and those places can get by with just how you going to go after them. So, a couple of provisions of that that are, that are really good is that. Uh, we put 750000 into white-collar crime to try to be proactive and go after the bad actors out there, uh, truly making it more safe for the folks who are sports wage, uh, doing sports wagering. Um, in, in addition, you've got a certain amount going to problem gaming, and we, we actually increase the things that it can be used for us. You know, one of the things that was said was that um, money for um, y- you know, those who are addicted to gaming— that money is not actually being used well because of the way the statute reads. Uh, they put in uh, provisions that allows it to be used for mental health uh, and all kinds of addiction, including including drug and alcohol abuse, because those who may be addicted to gambling probably have an addictive personality and they yeah, have yeah. other problems as well. Uh, so there was a lot of good pieces put in there to really help out uh, the situation. And so I'm I'm completely at peace with it. I think it was a good piece of legislation. We've got it anyway. Let's make it
1: safer, and let's get some benefit out of it for the state. Well, I know we had uh, the guys from Maxim bet on a few weeks ago, and they're, they're fired up. They want to bid on it. They're oh, yeah. excited, and he predicted that we might see it in time for football season this year. For
0: yeah, I was talking to a couple of lobbyists because I kind of wondered when it might happen, and, and they said it would be nip and tuck to get it by, by football, But certainly by 2023, it'll be out there. you got to get through the rules and regs process. Hopefully, they'll do that quickly.
1: Uh, Before I – I know we've got coming up on a break here, but one thing I wanted to ask you about, 2 o'clock Friday morning, probably through the Senate, but you guys passed a bill, Senate Bill 34, which would prohibit any state or local government entity from uh, imposing a mask mandate in response to an infectious disease outbreak. I already saw Lee Norman, you know, tweeting about how bad this is. As former KDHE director, you know, he said, this is just terrible. It's a travesty. It's going to cause, you know, plague. Um, I mean, this seemed pretty reasonable to me. Do you think that stands or do you think when you go back at the next month, Kelly has vetoed that?
0: I think when we go back, Sheila vetoed it. Uh, you know, John, Senate Bill 34, if you go to... An hour and 57 minutes and 30 seconds into the second segment on Thursday, you will see my speech. I gave about a five-minute speech on it, and it was really a five-minute speech telling our people. I wasn't talking to the Democrats. I was talking to our people. You know, no bill is perfect, and that bill is not perfect either, but it does several things. We hated being uh, in a mask. We absolutely despised it. This makes it to where no government entity can put us in a mask again. No mask mandates. No, no uh, vaccine passport. Um, and, and there's actually five different pro- provisions in there. And truly, uh, if you think about it and think about what we went through, why would anybody vote against that? We should all be voting for that. Because truly, they, they, you know, they shut down businesses and destroyed our, our uh, the governor did, and destroyed our economy you know the schools schools yeah. were shut everything down everything but the abortion clinic she At, kept those absolutely so there were a lot of things done shut down churches um, you know we did a bill uh, earlier that actually uh, put into statute that she can't uh, shut down churches now and of course i was chastised for a couple of things that, that was said and, and i went to the well then and i said remember you know, they were saying it was it was our friend uh, John Carmichael was saying, oh, goodness, yeah. was saying we have a court for that. I said, well, undoubtedly, our governor doesn't pay attention to the Constitution. So let's put it in statute. And now we've got it in two places.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. On that note, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit about vetoes, what you were able to veto and what unfortunately made it through. You're listening yeah. to the uh, John Whitmer Show on ninety eight seven and 1330 KNSS.